0: Matthew chapter sixteen. I can't remember what verses I give him that I was going to read, but I'll probably start with verse eighteen. And like I said before, Matthew sixteen verses eighteen, or like the Lord has done spoken before. Jesus has just asked the profound question, who do you say that I am? Who do men say that I am? And Peter, with the revelation of the Father, answers that question. In Verse 18, it says, and I say to you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loosed on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he commanded his disciples that they should tell no one that he was Jesus the Christ. I'm going to give you one of the most simple, profound statements you will ever hear. You don't know He said, I give unto you the keys, it has an S on it, to the kingdom. Several weeks ago when I preached about the Lord's Prayer, how does the Lord's Prayer start out? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The first key to the kingdom of binding and loosing the first key is knowing who He is. Wow, that was deep. That's why I said, "Lord, teach us how to pray." We'll pray, "Our Father, My Father, I've got to know He's my Father, who is in heaven, and hallowed be Thy name." That there is no other name. The first key to the kingdom of knowing how to bind and loose things on earth that his will is done is knowing who the Father is. That's the reason he can look. That's the reason Peter got this. It's because Peter figured out who he was. Because he just asked who the men say that I am. And Peter told him, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. That's why Peter got the first keys to the kingdom. Because he realized who Jesus was. That's the first key. Simple, but so profound. You wonder why things ain't going like you wonder why you stayed down and depressed and and, and bogged down in the cares of this life. Because you really ain't unlocked who He is, who Father is. You ain't really unlocked. You really don't understand that when he says, listen, if you been evil on earth, if you been evil know how to give good gifts to your children, you don't understand really what he's saying, that we want to give good gifts to our children, but your heavenly father, who loves you so much more than our earthly father, wants to give so much more to you. Understand who he is. The first key to the kingdom. His understanding who father he is and realizing his character and nature and everything about him you cannot bind you cannot loose you cannot command you cannot pray for the sick you cannot do any of these things unless you have the first key and that is knowing who the father is all other keys are lost You can go no further in your walk unless you understand who he is. Everything is tied to who daddy is. So if you're having problems and you just can't seem to get get through some things, go back and revisit. Like he told the church, go back to your first love. Figure out who I am again. If you're going through things in your life and you just can't seem to pass it and 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 it's just one roadblock after another and one thing after another, go back and figure out who Father is again because that's the first key. Seek me first. The first key to the kingdom is knowing who he is. So simple all other keys hang on that one thing so that's why he could tell Peter you figured out who I was Peter I'm gonna give you the keys to the kingdom whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven because you figured out the Lord revealed to you who I am. How? When's the last time you had a revelation of who Father was? When's the last time you took time to have that revelation to figure out who Father was? And you come to him as a child. Like he says in the Bible. Come to me as a child. With childlike faith. When's the last time you've come before him as a kid and him as father? And saying, God, I'm hopeless without you. I need to figure out who you are. I need you to reveal yourself to me. I lay down everything for you. When's the last time you have done that and took the time to listen to him to speak the revelation into your life and direction into your life? That's the first key to the kingdom of God. I'm going to take you back just a moment. And I promise I won't take too long. Philip probably be back up here before he knows it. As I was praying about this, and the first key to it is knowing who Father is. He took me all the way back to Genesis, as he sometimes does. Because a lot of stuff happened in Genesis. You can find the answers to a lot of stuff in Genesis. And when he created Adam and Eve and created the world and everything and they sat there in the garden. Guess what? They knew who Father was. They come down and said, and they talked with him, had relationship with him in the cool of the day. They knew who Father was. And then one day, at this point in time, there was no need for any kind of keys. You understand me? There was no need for, for any kind of keys at this point in time. And as a couple of weeks ago when I showed the key without any t- teeth in it. That can't unlock nothing because it ain't been cut yet. And said some of you are going through a cutting. So your key is being formed. That when you get, to get through, get going through the situation and the trial, then your key will be cut. And you'll be able to unlock that door and go through it. But until then, it's just a plain key that has no teeth in it that cannot do anything. We go back to to the beginning. And there's a tree there. The tree of what? What is it? Say it again. The tree, the forbidden tree. The tree of knowledge. The tree of knowledge of good and evil. That was the tree they could not eat of. The tree of life was was when they said, well, if I'd ate the tree of, I always, uh, Lord help me don't go down a rabbit trail right here. I won't even go there. Because I might not ever come back. So the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Do not eat of this tree. And then Satan shows up in the form of a serpent and presents it to Eve. Look, it looks good. It was good to the eye. Goods for food. He said, surely, 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 Jesus. Surely God didn't say this to you. Surely. Take of it. It looks good. Go ahead. And nothing will happen. The only thing he, you'll become, you'll become like God. You'll become like him. And so she takes, if I had an apple this morning and bites into that apple. And that's smooth. She so to get me that smooth apple when she bit into it, teeth, marks in it. And the first key that hit the earth was the key of the devil's kingdom. It was smooth, and, and as long as it sat there on the tree and wasn't partaking of it, and there's nothing it could do. You're just supposed to. But the moment she took it and she put her teeth into it, and you could see the jagged lines in the apple, was the moment a key was formed for the kingdom of darkness. You say, "Jared, no, I don't know about that." Well, when Jesus died, what did He say? What? Well, let's hold on. He said, "When you eat this tree," If you eat this, then from that day you shall surely die. From that point, there was no death. Everything was perfect. From that day, he said, if you eat of this tree, from that point forward, you, you're going to die. Did they fall dead right when they ate it? No. He's talking about a spiritual death, a separation. What she done was took a key when she opened it and took a door because it was open and I took it the wrong way. And, and she shut it. This, this thing might not make it, I'm telling y'all. Hallelujah. <laughs> but the door was open from at the beginning. It was open, wide open. God come down, communed, they had communion. It was wide open. But when she took that bite of that apple, she took and she closed the door and put the key of death in it. So when Jesus died, what did he say? He went and got the keys to what? Yes. So you said there, there, how did the key get there? In the beginning, the bite of an apple was the closing of a door, and death's key come into it. The first key we can see enter in is the key to the devil's kingdom through what? Through self-will I want it my way I want to do it my way I want power I want glory I want to do these things Like this I want to live my life I want pride Come on now somebody How are you locking up Everything in your life Because your self-will I want it this way I want it that way I want to do things my way I want to make this much money I want to buy this Ah, 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 ah It looks good to me Everything in the world looks good So what you are doing Is you are forming keys To the death To the kingdom of darkness And locking doors all around you and locking yourself into a room with no way out. Lord help this door in the name of Jesus. Okay, so the door she shut it with the key of death, the first key. Well, we fast forward to the Passover. The death angel. This is where I see God's key instated. Yeah, they were sacrifices and things come through this, but this is the first time where I see this is is mine. I'll preach it the way I want to, so you can go back and preach it the way you want to if you want to. But there had to be something, another key, another way to open this door that death would not have the final say-so. So we see that. When the children of Israel are in bondage, they're in bondage. That's what what devil's keys does. Puts you in bondage, enslaved to the world, a master uh, under sin in your life. And Jesus says, "I, I want you to sacrifice a lamb without spot or blemish. And I want you to take it and put it on the doorpost of your house. It's everywhere, but uh, it's holy. Thank you, Lord. They took a, a, a branch. So the first key we see to unlocking this door is the blood. And as, that, as it flowed, I wanted to get enough on there where it, where it, where it streamed. And you had ridges that, that made it look like a key where, where it would flow down. You See what I'm saying? It got, it got teeth in it when it was flowing. And you could see the cuts and the ups and downs that was on the door. Because it was the key that kept the death angel to go on by your house. This was the key. The blood was the key at that point in the Old Testament to unlock the key that that in the beginning happened of death. He said, if you have this blood on your doorpost, then everybody who's inside your house will be okay. They will not die. The angel will pass on by your home because you have the key over that door that locks this door from the enemy coming in. wonder why you've having so much hell in your home because you haven't let the blood of jesus christ lock the enemy's door where he can't come in you've got an open doorway to satan's kingdom and you're allowing everything into your home without the blood being the first thing that that everybody sees in your life oh dear jesus is Jesus the first thing people see in your life? Is he the first thing they see in your family? Is he the first thing they see in your home? Is that the key, the blood of Jesus Christ? Is that the first thing that this world sees when they encounter you? Because if it's not, then you've got to hid somewhere. The first key to reverse what happened in the beginning was the blood of a lamb on the doorpost that kept death away so guess what? Y'all know where I'm going you fast forward because this was just temporary this was just the one time of the year this was just for that time And Jesus said God said, I need a redeemer for everybody. For everybody. That is just not the priest that can take a, the blood and the key to go into the Holy of Holies. That will you. Because in the Old Testament, it was only the priest. And what did they do when they got in the, in the Holy of Holies? They had some blood and they sprinkled in it the key. The key's the blood. The key is the blood. They went in there and sprinkled the blood up on the mercy seat on that day. That's the key, but only the priest could do that. And now we fast forward, and and God says, listen, I need a redeemer for every life, every person, so that they can have the key. Each one can have their own key to my glory. Each one can have their own key to lock Satan's kingdom up and release my kingdom in their life. I want each one of my people to have that with them. How is that going to happen? Son, will you go down there and give your life? Will you be the lamb now? Will you be the blood? Will you be the key that they can unlock every heart's door? Will you be the key that will unlock everything in every person's heart that will allow me to come in and facilitate in them? And I can be they can be my temple where I can rest in. Will you do that? And he steps out of glory comes to this earth for you for you to have the keys to the kingdom for you to be able to walk in the victory of the cross for you to be able to bind and loose lock and unlock for you to be able to have that authority he did that for you so jesus comes and he hangs on a cross and when he when he hangs on the cross and he dies he takes care of three things that at that point death the keys to death Hell and the grave. There is no victory in none of them anymore. As long as his blood. As long as you have his key. You tell me if, you, if you, he, he came to die and take them keys so you can walk into his glory because the blood is in your life. But if you don't have the blood, then guess what? You have the enemy's key and it's wide open to hell. And, and, and death is going to hurt. Death is going to sting. Oh, I need that. It's going to hurt. It's going to sting. Even though he took the sting and the hurt of death away with his keys. But if you don't have his keys, you're going to experience the key to, the, to Satan's kingdom where it's going to hurt. And it's going to be forever and an eternity of hurt and pain. That's what it's going to be. That's what you have unlocked in your life. Do you want that? When he says, I've done paid it, I've done give you the key. I want every one of you to have this key. And the first key, after he died on this cross and he took the keys, the first key he gave to us was, hey, know me. Know me. You got to know who I am. That's the first key. How do you do that? You repent. You lay your life down at the altar. You accept him as your, into your life as your personal savior. And he hands you a key of knowing him. Each person gets that key. Now the hard part is, is what do you do with it? i use Courtney. said she lost her key this morning. Guess what? Since she lost her key, misplaced it because a lot of us don't. You can go through a couple ways. A lot of us lose our key that he gives us because it does not have significant meaning in our life. A lot of us lose this key because we become complacent with it and we have it every day, we take it for granted. We, 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 every day it's the same routine with the key. So it's just kind of complacent that you'll lay it down anywhere. Oh, Lord. You'll, you'll lay it down, turn away from it, go do what you want to do, and you'll realize if I'm going to go anywhere, I got to have that key. So you'll go, where's the key? Well, I've lost my key. I've lost my key to my car. I've lost it. Without it, I can't advance. I can't go. I'm stuck. I'm dead in the water because you become complacent with your relationship and the key God gives you that you just laid it down somewhere. And now something has happened. Lord, I need that key. What did I do with it? I can use this. Courtney, Courtney left it in the bathroom. So how does that speak to me? So, well, you know where the bathroom is—a place of waste and a lot of you get out in the world, and in your moment of worldliness and waste and the dung hole of of what you're trying to do, you don't even worry about this key, and you take pleasure. And the world and everything that's in there. And you leave your key right there on a bar stool. Right there in a nightclub, a strip joint. Right there next to a bottle of pills. You leave your key right there because that became more important to you. (sighs) He don't make another key for you neither. I might disagree with that. No, he don't. He makes you one key when you repent and when you get saved. And he hands you that key and tells you to be faithful with it. Be faithful with this key. I'm giving it to you. You, If you knew what this key could do, you can unlock things and bind things in my name. You can pray to me. You can enter in my, my glory, my throne room. This key has all power to it for you to access my throne room and come un, and, and to me. This is the only key that you get. So if you leave it somewhere, you don't, come to, you don't say, hey, God, I need another key. He said, go back to where you left me. Go back to where you left me That's where you'll find your key at I'm not making you another one But you got to go seek and find me And repent and pick up the key that I give you And live your life again Go back Go back You want to know where it's at? You know where it's at Don't act You know where you left it. You know the time you turned away and said, Lord, I need to go this way. God went that way. I don't want no part of that right now. I want to live my life. I'm having too much fun doing what I'm doing. You know the moment in time. So when you come before God, he says, listen, I love you. But go back and find what I give you. Go back and repent. And the same key, pick it back up. And go forward in me again. Seek me again. Because I guarantee you, Courtney ain't going nowhere without this key. You ain't going anywhere until you find where you put your key. Do you understand what I'm saying? You're not going anywhere. Nowhere, let me rephrase that. Nowhere in Him. You're not going nowhere. You're not advancing the kingdom of God because you ain't got no way to advance it. Because you forgot who he was. I don't know where Philip is. He can come on back. I told you I wouldn't try to be. So that is the first keys. That, the first key is knowing who he is. And he gives you a key. The first key that was ever introduced in the kingdom of heaven or earth was the key of darkness. And it will shut the door to our open communication with the Father. And then He sent His Son to open up this door to give you a key that you can come in freely because He says, I am the door, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life, I am the key. That's what He says for you ever to be able to loose and bind things and pray in the authority that you have in your life, you've got to understand the first key, and that's who he is. We can't go to any more keys until we understand who he is. That's it. That's it. If you would stand with me. the problem or another problem I'll just pull out these we'll say this we'll say this it's a vehicle key we'll say this key is the key of salvation that he gives us problem or another problem is we have so many other keys that we can lose that one in the, law, in, the, in, in the shuffle and cares of life and we're fumbling around, especially in the darkness trying to find the right key because we got too many other keys of the kingdom of darkness on our key ring. You ain't completely set free and completely delivered here. You don't completely walk in freedom of your life. And all them other keys has attached up to, a, to a, another key ring and hung itself on this key ring. And in the darkness as you fumbling around and you need Jesus. And all these other keys are getting in the way and you can't find the door. You can't find the way. You can't find the truth. You can't find the life because you got too much baggage. there are keys you can see it from the beginning the first key was the devil's key there are keys to the devil's kingdom and a lot of times it's this rich young ruler comes to Jesus has great possessions Father, Jesus, what must I do? I've kept all your commandments. I've been a, been a, a good person. I've kept the law and the commandments of your law. And Jesus says, go sell all that you got. Sell all that you got. What I want you to do is rid yourself of all these keys, is what he was saying. So you only have one, and that's me. So the key was not, is not, the key is not, the keys is not what you've got. The key of getting free is what you give. I don't know if you understood that or not. His key to freedom, what, it was what he could give. God didn't say, Jesus didn't say, listen, I'm glad, you know, you, you've been blessed and everything. But he said, listen, if you want this key, you've got to get rid of everything else. you got to get rid of all these other keys. So you got to give. So 90% of the time, the keys to the devil's kingdom... It's not what you got, but it's what you're not willing to give away. He wasn't willing to give away his possessions. And a lot of us are not willing to give away our possessions. And that is a key of devil's kingdom that attaches itself and binds you from being free. Lord, we thank you this morning. Lord, I pray right now, Lord, if there's anybody in this place, Lord, that needs to find their key this morning, Lord, that they run to you and ask God to forgive you, to pick it back up, Lord, forgive them, Lord Jesus. Forgive me that I can pick back up the key and I can get back in the race and I can follow after you. Lord, if there's anybody in here that that has spoken to, Lord, I pray, God, that they move, Jesus. Lord, if there's anybody here, Lord, if they have your keys, God, but they're just so wound up, God, in other things that you are not the only key in their in their life and they have lost focus on who you are because the first way, God, to the kingdom, Lord, is knowing who you are. Lord, if they need to rededicate their life, Lord Jesus, and, and go back to you and find out who you really are again, Lord, and lay down the keys to this world, God, and pick up the keys to your kingdom. Lord, if you're speaking to those people, I pray, God, that they move. They move. They move. Go ahead, Philip. As Philip plays, if this message has spoke to you in any way,